There's this guy, uh, I was walking, you know that tunnel that connects the metro at Concordia to the library building? Yeah. I bumped into some guys from elementary school who came up to me. And uh, they were like, oh my God, oh, it's really good to see you. And then one of them, I think he was high, which is fine, whatever. Uh, who well, who isn't high these he, days? Uh, <clears throat> hey, we're past the 17th. But then he uh, like reached for my hair and said, look at that hairline, man. You're never going to fucking go bald. And wow. I was like complimented, but also horrified simultaneously. Wow. To just do that to somebody. Yeah. The balls on this person. Yeah. Incredible. I don't keep in touch with any of these people anymore. I don't remember anybody from elementary school. Hey, you're listening to Guy to Guy to Gut. Uh, we're back. Hey, welcome to episode six. Epis- got to got to gut. Episode six. Hey, uh, thanks for listening to episode one to five. If you haven't listened to episode one to five, welcome to episode six. Yeah, uh, here's where it really starts. We're going to wait for you. We're going to give you like five minutes or so if you want to just go back, listen to the other ones. and uh, Yeah, it won't take long. Yeah, so let's just uh, wait right here. All right. If we play the Jeopardy song, you can't play the Jeopardy song. It's copyright. Fuck. Fuck you, Alex Trebek. Fucking. Does he have a beard now? He has a beard now. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. I think that he's too old to. Like... You know, I met people who didn't know who Alex Trebek was. No way. <laughs> no way. Hey. Uh, so. Oh. Hey, we're back. Hey. Well, hey, welcome well, back. Welcome back. Hey. Uh, so, thanks for the reviews on episode one to five. We know that you did them. Um, yeah. Uh, please check in your homework. Uh, use the check-in tab in the front of the class, so that I can know that you've actually handed in your stuff, and yeah. then we'll just uh, go on from there. Yeah. Lucas, how have you been? I've uh, been all right. Been having a good couple of weeks. We're uh, we're recording this. It's like mid October right now. Yeah. This uh, this is uh, I think as close to a Halloween special as we're gonna get. Yeah. So happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Uh, how, how was your uh, Thanksgiving? I think we recorded just before. Yeah, Thanksgiving was pretty good. I got to hold a baby for kind of the whole Thanksgiving. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. First time I held that baby. Was it yours? No. Okay. Well, that, you'd have to do a lot of explaining. If it was um, my brother had a baby. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It's cute. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we, yeah, no, I got to I got to hold the baby. It was really great. Um, he's at that age where if you hold him like facing your chest, he gets all mad and like wants to look because he wants to look out into the world because he's like just starting to understand that there's a world out there. So he wanted to be facing outwards, oh. which was fun. He, yeah. So he, yeah, he hasn't uh, developed object permanence yet. I don't think so. Well, okay. I mean, stupid baby. You can recognize. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> he'll get there. Uh, he can recognize um, people. Yeah. I don't think he necessarily remembers everybody other than like his parents. Hmm. But he can see people now. Did you uh, did you do your Thanksgiving on the, the like the Monday or did you do it over the weekend? It was on the Monday. Like what's your what's your Thanksgiving tradition? Uh, if you have one. We eat food. <laughs> okay. That's it. That's really it. Thanksgiving isn't like a huge holiday for anything other than that for us. I mean, I think that's normal if you're Canadian. So, yeah. 
Yeah. No, there was no there was no uh, ticker tape parade. There weren't any fireworks. Uh, we didn't. I don't know. Do you set off fireworks for other holidays or? No, but I'm thinking about American Thanksgiving. Right. We didn't. I don't know. Shoot at people. No, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. So it was a good holiday. Yeah. For that. Uh, what shooting at people or not no, shooting? For not shooting at people. Okay, it was a yeah. great holiday. I was really worried. I was worried no, no, that you were no, saying no, that it was a. Uh... Eric, I don't want to shoot people. No, neither do I. I Good. Hate, I hate guns. However, yeah. I would like to fire a gun. Yeah, there's like a go to a firing range with a shotgun and have, just have we, a good day. Have we talked about this before? I think we like, may have talked about this okay, in so person, but not on the podcast. I, I still would really like to fire a gun at least once in my life, partly to say that I did it, but also to say that, like, well, I know what the power I wield in my hands is, and I don't think that people should be able to have this so easily. Yeah, that's fair. You know, like to have an understanding of it. Like, I, I mean, obviously, you wouldn't like. Oh, I need to do heroin to understand. You know how bad it is. You know, yeah. Like firing a gun, There's like a... it's like a, something that's easy to do. It's not necessarily like. Look, I just want to fire a fucking gun. I mean, and I want to shoot a gun because it looks fun. Preferably in real life, it would also go in slow motion. Yeah, and there's doves, and yeah, you're in a church and it's on fire, and the mob is all around you, and you're just trying to survive the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just two best friends. Just, just two best friends having a fun uh, shootout in a in a church, and yeah. also I go blind at the end. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. I chose I chose that character. <laughs> I chose player one. Oh no. On the plus the killer side, is a good movie. On the plus side, you do get a really nice like white linen suit. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and I fucking rock it too. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. You know who else rocked that suit? F- fucking Don Cherry had the had a blood stained suit at one point. You know, in Hockey Night and Candy, he has like the the yeah. mid game things. He had this white suit on, and it was just covered in fake blood. And people on Twitter were like, "What the hell is that?" So then I posted on Instagram this like side by side image of him and Chow Yun Fat. I'm like, "Look, he's just showing his appreciation of Hong Kong action cinema." <laughs> he's a big. He's a big. Uh, uh, um, ooh, what's the word? What's the word? Bullet, uh, bullet ballet. Uh, no, no. Um, um, I'm a amateur. No. Oh no. Yeah, he's an amateur. No, no, yeah. no, no. He's all um, amateur. All the he time. only does. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, what's the word I'm looking for here? Auteur? Auteur. No, an auteur no, is the cre- he's, he's a creator. He's creating. Yeah. He's not a creator. Yeah. Dang. No, the only thing he creates is a, a whole load of shit. Yeah. And that's not our hockey t- That's our hockey talk for the yeah. season. Um, go Golden Knights. Yeah. Go Knights. Uh, I, I think. I don't care. I'm Sorry. I'm not that invested. Yeah, sorry to the uh, one uh, listener who is a dedicated hockey fan, Rory. Yep. Yeah, he's the only one I can think of. Hey, shout out to Rory. Shout out for, to Rory. How's hey, it going? Yeah, I still haven't met you. So we have this mutual friend that I've I've never met once, and he's a listener of the show. Yeah. Well, one what, of these days, whatever. Yeah. Somehow he's not going to make it to your wedding, and then I'm going to have it's going to be like I'm going to be foiled. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a. Uh, he's going to be. You know, uh, I was busy that night. Mountain the West Island, or Damn. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's exactly what's gonna happen, though. Rory, you, you fucking better be there. So you had a good Thanksgiving. Pretty good. How was, was yours? Uh, I was uh, out of town. I I went and had Thanksgiving with my girlfriend's uh, family out in on Ontario. Ah, uh, well. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Look, no, it's a. Um, we, we were in the fuck, look. No, it's a holiday for giving thanks and yeah. giving forgiveness, which so. historically Canadian Thanksgiving is. 
American Thanksgiving is the one that's all about the bloodshed across the nations, and that's why Columbus Day happens oh. on the same weekend. Canadian Thanksgiving came across much later and was literally a day of giving thanks. Thank you, Eric. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I'll well, give thanks for our I mean, neighbors I, to the to the west. I mean, I, I hope I hope that's what it is. I'm gonna go with that. Yeah, I'm gonna live with that. And uh, you know, if we're wrong, like feel free to email us and tell us. But uh, uh, fuck you, if I you yeah. <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> uh, I reserve the right to just reject whatever you say about that because that that uh, explanation of Thanksgiving is very wholesome, and I enjoy that. I would rather live with that truth. That's the what I choose. Yeah, so we um, we went out to, to Barry's Bay. I, I, I spent time uh, at a cottage with uh, my girlfriend, her dad, and step siblings and stepmom, and like we we pretty much like sat and read most of the weekend. Uh, I met uh, I met her extended family. I nearly won at a card. I nearly won thirty bucks in a card game, and then hey, that's pretty great. And then Rebecca beat me. She taught me the oh, okay. game. It was almost like it could have been a perfect story. So like, like you couldn't book wrestling like this. <laughs> okay, here's what happened. Two weeks ago, uh, Rebecca teaches me this card game in preparation for the thing because I don't know anything about card games. I'm terrible at them. I can play blackjack. Well, what was the card game? So it's a game called Ninety Nines. So heard of that. it's a it's a really fast paced game. You have three lives, so it's three dollars to buy in, or quarters or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should play it. Actually, it, it goes by really quickly. Okay. So. You, every card that you put down has uh you it you add to the pile it, you add the face value of the card to the thing so then like you have to put cards down and count up to ninety nine uh-huh. you can either you can also reverse the order of play you can subtract ten from the card pile there's just a few other rules so then it's a it's a game of remembering which cards are what and being super quick about playing oh okay so you're gonna fleece me uh I don't know I don't know maybe because so what happened was we were playing this game. And, uh, we, uh, like she teaches me this thing and says, oh, you know, yeah, we, it's a good time. We just have fun with it. So Rebecca and I end up eliminating everybody from the game. The last three players, like we eliminate her, uh, like her, um, step grandma, step grandfather and like, uh, like an uncle. And then it's just me, Rebecca and her dad. And then I eliminate him from the game, and I'm in my head. I'm like building up this narrative. I'm like, oh, it's the, it's the, it's the, <laughs> it's the, the foreign talent has come in and he's no, wrecking it, house. It's the, uh, <laughs> it's like the, it's like the junior becoming the master, and I'm about to. Oh, well, okay. So okay. then I, so we, I had two lives left. Rebecca had two lives left, and then we traded one each. So we were at one and one, and then she beat me, and she took the pot, and I felt. I was I wasn't mad about it, but I had built it up so much in my head that I would be just be like it'd just be like this crowning moment of being like oh yeah this is the first impression I make yeah um, that was a little crestfallen. Ah, you go out and kick dirt in the in the woods there. Yeah, I did. I threw a big branch into the into the lake. <laughs> <laughs> just started yelling as loud as I could. Well, I mean that's what you do at a lake house. Yeah, um, that's what you do in nature. You just walk out in the woods and yell. I also. Uh, I also beat uh, I, th- I think it's her step grandmother. It's Stop. like her. Okay. Well, no, because I stopped saying step grandmother a... because all I'm thinking of is like standmother. I I I think it, Yeah, I think it was her standma. I can't. Um, don't do that. She she plays a she she, <laughs> she plays a competitive Scrabble, right? Uh, 
Competitive Scrabble. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like it's like the way Peggy Hill plays Boggle. You can play. Well, you, did you even watch King of the Hill? Did you? I mean, so she played Boggle. You know, you, like you have anyway. She played, but okay, I, just I, a competitive board game. Yeah, player. Okay, I beat her. Wow. <laughs> I I won the respect of everybody in the room. Wow. And hey, she she looked she looked pretty mad about it, but I was like damage trolling and saying, "Ah, oh, it's just the whiskey. Don't worry, you know, you know, it was just but in uh-huh. my head I was like, yeah. "Fuck yeah." <laughs> <laughs> so you uh you uh you um Yeah, I flexed on an old woman and yep. You did the thing, uh, the you came, you saw, you conquered. Yeah. Great job. Yeah. You're a Roman now. Ew. Yeah, look, this is what it is. You played the game. Well, what's it like? I mean, you've had a lot of experience in this, I think. Um, or is it with I mean, you, it's just it's, Venny, it's Venny, Venny? It's good for a while. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> nice. Uh, no, it's good for a while, and then it's like kind of flat for a while, and then the uh, barbarians invade. Oh, so it's like drinking old Coke. Gross. Yeah, it's not great. Look, but you put yourself in this position, so you have yourself to blame. Yeah, I, I as a joke, when I when I won that Scrabble game, I said I retire as champion and raised my hands in the air. Oh, you took but a, then, a page from my playbook. But then on Sunday, they were gonna have they played another game at her house because she lived next door. Mm-hmm. But I was busy uh, DMing a tabletop game, so I said, oh, "I'm sorry, I can't do it." So I left as champion. <laughs> you left as champion. You left the city as the champion. Yeah. You have the belt. Yeah. Now I'm going to appear in the Rival Promotions uh, TV show yeah. with the belt. I'm going to yeah. put it in the garbage. Well, no. You're going to re- appear there and you're going to make the belt look strong for your eventual return. Because, gonna because they're going to pay you more She's going to play Scrabble sober. She's going to fucking cream me. Yep. You're going to be finished next time you show up. Mm-hmm. But it's okay because you're just returning the belt back to the Federation. They're gonna, it's going to be a big payoff. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So yeah, I did all that. It was, it was a really loaded weekend, you know. I, I read a lot, which is nice. Um, I got to DM RPGs, which um, I feel like I'm getting better at. But I'm also wanting to play the games that I DM, which I rarely do. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I'm starting to wonder what it's like to be on the other side of the table. But yeah, it's pretty fun. I can imagine <laughs> people who seem to have fun when they play with me. It's pretty fun, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh. I also, uh, I think we should talk about this because we we made reference to him earlier. Oh yeah. Um, I got you hooked on something. Yeah. This. Um, so so let, let me just walk you walk yeah, the listeners through. Yeah. Set, set up. Set this up. Lucas has a talent of finding very bizarre YouTubers. Uh, among the many things he's introduced me to are uh, the Australian cheese wheel guy. Yeah. Um. Uh, what is that? Townsend's the the, yeah, the Townsend's the the they do a lot of eighteenth century 18th American century cookery recreation guy yeah um and I felt it was time to return the favor so I introduced him to a very singular figure we've referred to him in the past in the show yeah. um no uh, on this show yeah no way yeah, yeah yeah we talked about um the botulism guy botulism boy <laughs> well we talked about MREs in the past on the show so yes we, we have we've been tearing through watching all of uh, Steve nineteen eighty nines. YouTube uh, videos. Yes, it's, he's uh, a, I think uh, Steve nineteen eighty nine MRE info. Yeah, on YouTube though. Though he has removed that URL from his logo. If you watch the oh, recent really? ones, yeah, I don't know. I think he's just trying to stand out. He's a, he's a Patreon. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's going into business for himself. 
um steve, steve 19, 1989 yeah steve 1989 if you don't know him uh, look him up on youtube he's a he reviews ready to eat meals like military rations um from like the dawn of time to now yeah it's pretty great he um, also he, like he doesn't have uh um how should i phrase this like phases he'll just bounce between like a an MRE from 2016 and then the next episode will be he's reviewing something from the 40s yeah and it's just like a block of meat and, and butter very often at significant personal expense oh yeah he, uh what is it he caught he caught, he's caught botulism twice oh no i i meant monetary but also sickness. Oh, oh yeah also these things are incredibly expensive yeah and he makes like, reference to that almost all the time yeah he, he's like paying upwards of 500 600 for a box of extremely old yeah. food just a single ration can yeah. cost him like 700 dollars so in he, addition to the many illnesses he's caught yeah there's been many episodes where uh He's gotten wise. So yeah. I'm going through his catalog backwards, which is great because I get to see why he has gotten wise. Um, you can also see his hands stop trembling. There's there been a few episodes where the trembling is, is there. Yeah. And, and I, it's not fun to watch. People on Reddit. Realize, yeah. People on Reddit say that the trembling comes from having had botulism poisoning and having Jesus. had like nerve damage. God. Um, what a guy. But he will put on like a full hazmat suit sometimes. Like a like a full protection suit and then like little white gloves and like a rebreather mask just to open up one of these cans because some of them contain like the lethal poison like black mold. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll just open it up and be like, oh oh, I've got a and then the camera and it'll cut and then he'll be speaking through a through a, a mask and and then he'll be opening something with his glove covered hands and it's just it's incredibly soothing to watch. Well, it's because he has a demeanor of like a surf guy. Yeah, he, and he, also the look of a surf guy. I he I'm cut a little, his hair though. Yeah, he yeah he did. And so also, what's fun is seeing his hair grow shorter. Yeah, as I watch backwards through the videos, um, I'm a little worried that he lives in Orlando, so you know it could go either way. But I, I'm a little worried that being a military nut in Florida means that he's also got like really questionable political views yeah i'm i'm deeply concerned about steve 1989's like views on the political spectrum yeah where he stands on it and uh i i really never want to know yeah because i just want steve 1989 to be this guy who reviews rations and talks with a very calm voice and it's just fun to listen to him it's like watching asmr but i don't watch asmr because usually when you find the ASMR things on YouTube, it's just—it's a weird sex thing. Yeah. Almost ninety percent of the time. Yeah. And he's not doing anything ASMR like related yeah, either. He's not trying to. He's not trying to at all. Unintentionally, he does. But yeah. Um, I think he does. At least in his editing style, the way it evolved, um, he does kind of have an idea of how, like, therapeutic the sound is because of the way, like, the the thing to pay attention to is the way he stirs things and he cuts to make it speed up and slow down so then you hear the change in frequency yeah, or a change in pitch. My theory there is he's just trying to, if you were to, to piece all of those bits together, you'd hear a song play. No. Because it's like different little little tunes. No. That's just my theory. No. Just let me have this. I'll let you have it, but I'm a video editor, so like I can see what he's doing. Well, sorry. Uh, in my mind, he's making, he's composing a beautiful song. Okay. And by the end of his uh, channel's lifespan, it'll be a nice, um, constructed piece of music. Yeah, he's like um, uh, Hip Tanaka, uh, the uh, 
the Nintendo composer whose melody is in all this, all the games. You know the one oh, that's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah, hip to knock. We've talked about him before. Pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, um, probably the problem of watching this stupid YouTube channel is that we're taking his crazy mannerisms now. Yep. Like the, most saying, of them are things that we already do, but now that we hear them, someone else yeah. doing them, it sounds like we're. It sounds like we're copying from from Steve nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, but nice. we've been just doing a lot of nice and all right, and, all right, okay, okay. Huh. This is Steve nineteen eighty nine from MamoryInfo dot com. <laughs> Come at you with something new. We're all old. All right. All right. It's just really great to just uh, pop in, take a view of one of the videos. They're kind of long. They're, they're all like half, half an, an hour. hour. They're all half an hour. They're yeah. not all half. They're not all half. Some of them, it's between half oh, yeah. an hour. He and has like one eight that's minutes. six seconds long because this is his very first. No, video. no, no, no. Some legit <laughs> reviews that are like eight minutes, eight, like eight between eight and eleven minutes. If it's a single meal, it's between eight and fifteen minutes. But if it's, if it's twenty-four, a 24 hour, hour back, yeah. it's a thirty-minute video, and you're buckling in for a good one. I. Uh, it's it's funny that we're talking about Steve nineteen eighty nine because I did bring him up over Thanksgiving. Um, uh, my girlfriend's father used to serve as a as a medic in the military, so then we talked about uh, Canadian rations, and he was telling me about how IMPs were just the heaviest thing to carry around. And wow, really? It was just like a three minute conversation, and then that was it. That was it. I okay. wish I had more of a story, but we chuckled yeah. about it. I said, "Oh yeah, he caught botulism." He's like, "Oh wow, that sucks." <laughs> <laughs> that's. I think that's also about as long a conversation. As you should it, have with like a stranger about Steve nineteen eighty nine. Well, it's the second time I met him, and like you know, we hung out with each other for four days in a row. Yeah, to the point where I can do a pretty good impression of him. Uh, Are you going to do it on the air? No, <laughs> please don't. Thank you. I, I don't need to get in that kind of trouble on this show. No, we're not going to get in that kind of trouble. Look, it's it's an impression that comes amicably. I I really like the guy. Uh, and Rebecca, if you're Sounds listening, like to a this, good guy. Yeah, he's he's a really nice guy. Um. Yeah, but in, enough about Thanksgiving. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we moved on from Thanksgiving. We were talking about Ration Review Guy. Okay. okay. But enough about Steve 1989. Uh, I want to talk about something that we did last week. We had a little adventure. We did. We uh, went on a little urban adventure. So prior to... After reviewing... After consuming, after consuming the pizza that we are going to review today, um, which uh, I guess we shouldn't intro now. We haven't actually talked about it. Last week, Eric and I went on a little adventure. We yeah. went into the underground city, city, <laughs> it's just the underground city. Yeah, it's so Montreal. Really... If you are a listener who, uh, well, Google it, I guess. But Montreal is known uh, for many things. It's uh, Neo-European architecture is that sure? Yeah, um, uh, fuck it. I'm a I'm an architecture guy. Yeah, Neo-European. Uh, we made it new. The orange cones. Yep, and, and the sign. Don't forget the signs. Yeah, the signs telling you to go this way that tell you to turn back and go back the way you came. Yeah, and so you're just stuck in an endless loop until you take matters into your own hands and drive into the potholes. Yeah. yeah, and then get a ticket. Yeah, um, but you got where you were going. And most of all. Montreal's fabled underground city. Yes, the underground city. 
Ooh, I told you this was a Halloween special. The underground city. We haven't mentioned Halloween at all yet. Yes, I uh, mentioned it at the beginning of the I show. Was too I said busy this was the Halloween the volume something. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Halloween episode. It's a Halloween episode. <laughs> Boo! It's spooky. Woo! Oh wow, we should have started with that. I well, we didn't even say the name of the show was Guy to Gould the Gut. Guy to Gould the Gut. Ghost to Gould the Gut. Yeah, all right. Got well, it, got it, gold, gold, ghost of gut. This is going in completely unedited. This is exactly right. how it's. Sure. Gonna, yeah. Hey, look, this is the brainstorming process. You wanted it live. You got it raw. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the underground city. So we we took we took a little walk. Um. So before we talk about what we saw, I guess when you think about the underground city, like, did you know what 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 it was? I mean, I, I've known for a long time about the underground city. I've never like walked all the way through. Like you, you walk from like the malls because they're all connected, and like maybe to a far off mall. But what was really interesting was that uh, there was like when you got past the malls, it was just a bunch of businesses and event centers and stuff that you could just walk the entire length of them. Get yourself to almost any of the big ones. Now, and, Lucas, uh, you're getting ahead of the question that I asked was, what, what, what did you know about the underground city beforehand? Then you started I answered telling it, me. And then I kept going. Yeah. But, like you do in a conversation. All right. No, it's fine. You're an old couple. You're an old couple. Um, Unbelievable. So I didn't know much about the underground city. I've never actually walked it before. Yeah. So it was a pretty so enlightening when, when you think about the underground city, what would you presume would be there? Uh, there's the malls, and then past that is just the mole people. See, that's what I thought too. I thought the underground city was literally an inversion of Montreal as above, so it'd just be like multi subterranean offices, um, probably like a really cool um, spiral staircase. Yeah, like a nightclub. Probably like a mole somewhere. Fucking, there's a fly in my. Is it, yeah, there's a little gnat flying around. Uh, yeah. Uh, Fruit fly. I guess I just gotta drink this beer faster so they don't, don't have know, anywhere to grow. From. Um, yeah, when you yeah. think underground city, you think, oh yeah, it's gonna be like a subterranean it's be like that part in the second Matrix movie where it's like <laughs> yeah. just a big dance club, and you're like, oh great, cool, this is the end of civilization. Woo. Yeah, it's gonna be the full of naked people with USB ports in their bodies. Yeah, yeah. Um, well. well, what we got was kind of different. A little bit. Just a little bit different. Yeah. So where where did we start? We started at uh, Complex Desjardins. Yeah, we were in Complex Desjardins. It's a, it's a it's a mall that has a big fountain in the middle that just fires off all day. Yeah. And, and a geyser. Yeah. Just shooting all day. Just uh, spurting all day. Yep. Just. Uh, yeah. Yep. So also there's businesses on top. <laughs> Haven't seen spurting like that. No. Fin- no. Complete this. <laughs> Complete the joke. Since I first saw Magic Wand in action. Nice. Um, so, yeah, it's... Um, <laughs> nice. All right. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice hiss. <laughs> nice hiss. During our... Tour, tour into the underground city that's where we made the connection between the noises that we've been making recently and our obsession with this ration review guy yeah where we got really upset with each other for t- yeah it was great uh so yeah we started in complex de jardin mm-hmm. and we took a look at the map and we were like okay well we want to get to 
the metro station that we want to get to that's going to take us home. We want to get like four or five metro stations away. Yeah. Um, and then we set a little rule for ourselves about like an eighth of the way through the tunnels where we wouldn't check our phones. Yeah. We just do this like a, like a, like, like an amazing we'll, race kind of like, like just, uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, we're going to get from here to here and we can only use the maps available to us. All right, yeah. let's go. Kind of deal. And to our surprise, the maps were really just good. Incredibly straightforward and yeah. very good and easy to follow. So what did we see down there? Um, uh, well, we saw, uh, pink coral trees. Um, we saw true. the reactor from, uh, the enterprise. <laughs> we, there was uh, like a really cool lit tunnel. Yeah. Um, which actually led to that, that warp core room. Yep. Um, it's just a bunch of hallways. There's a lot. It's like one very long hallway. Honestly, it's like what I imagine walking around a sci-fi, like a, like a spaceship would be like yeah. in the future. Like in between the important rooms that you see on the show yeah. when the turbo lifts break down yeah. and you've got to get through the Jeffrey's tubes. Well, these are big Jeffrey's tubes. Big, big Jeffrey's tubes. Uh, uh, welcome, <laughs> welcome to Big Jeffrey's tubes. I'm going to take you on a tour of the tubes. I'd like to see that Magic School Bus episode. <laughs> <laughs> Seatbelts, everyone. This is where we go. Big Jeffrey's tubes. We're going to Big Jeffrey's tubes. Get into my tubes. Get into my tubes, boy. Uh, yeah, so it's a bunch of hallways. There's some really, really nice hallways yeah. there. There was that one big hallway <laughs> that uh, looked like it was like you like the room had just been scaled up by three times, and so yep. everybody looked really, really small in it. Yep. And um, and then uh, when you looked outside, it was like the financial district in Montreal, yeah. which if you've never walked around there, people like us would have zero reason to be out there. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> just in our like jeans and sweaters and then there's just a bunch of business guys walking around us we we unintentionally tailed a pair of businessmen for a significant amount of time because everybody was heading the same way um and eventually they vanished yeah they just popped they popped off into a side room and uh, they did their business business (laughs) (laughs) there was also like a couple of doors that we they were left open so we could have just walked oh, in. Yeah. Um, there's like a, a door to like, you know, the part of a mall where all the lights are really stark blue mm-hmm. and it feels like you're not supposed to be there. Yeah. And it's just like the concrete, the bare concrete. Yep. And there's like the janitor's office is somewhere behind there. Oh, it's me, Scruffy. Why oh. you, hey, what are you doing back here? Yeah. You kids get out of these tunnels. Anyway, we almost went there. Yeah, we didn't. No, (laughs) we we felt enough like urban explorers. I think at that point. Also, uh, yeah, at that point, it had been an hour and a half. We had walked five kilometers in an hour, and uh, well, that's not something I do often. Yeah, I mean, like you know, it's not. I guess for some people, you know, it's not much, but yeah, five kilometers is five kilometers. Also, not it wasn't a straight line. No, we were zigzagging all over the place. Yeah, because the tunnels they're not built straight because they're. Because if one tunnel is built real straight, you'll get real anxious by looking at it. Yeah. So because there were a couple that actually were mm-hmm. super long straightaways. I don't like that at all. Yeah. Now imagine if like it was eleven thirty. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's immediately hitting nine of my anxieties. So I I did enjoy it though, and I I would do it again. I, I'd actually like to go the other direction and see if I could find my way to Chinatown, and then oh, yeah. reward myself with a hot dog bun. Uh, we kind of did that. We kind of did that. We did. Yeah. Well, Wait. we got bubble tea. We did. We went from we went from Chinatown to Chinatown. 
No, we didn't. We went to China. Well, I guess. That's the... Well, we didn't really, but... Well, I mean... We got what we would have gotten in Chinatown at the other end of the underground world. This is true. It was nice. Yeah, we got bubble teas and we went home. Yep. And then you had to take a shit. <laughs> why you gotta... Why you gotta include that? <laughs> I was like, oh, I want to see some uh, yeah, we rental like, spaces hey, that go. I might want it. And then it was like, oh, actually, no. No, let's how can we do this bus ride? I realized... And then you were like, oh, you oh, were looking yeah, no. around. It's like, oh, uh, how yep. about we take a rain check? Let's take a rain check yeah, on this and, rain and check because it then, was raining at the time. Yeah, and then you... then you, I was like, okay, are you all right? And you're just like, oh, I'll go take a big Jeffrey shit. <laughs> oh, my... <laughs> Something's moving <laughs> through big Jeffrey's tubes. <laughs> Big Jeffers tubes got to get evacuated. I guess we should talk about why we were in Chinatown in the first place. We should place, definitely huh? do that. So how about we take a break here? Sure. And uh, we'll get to our pizza review. Yeah. All right. Nice. Nice. In the uh, in the in the interstitial space between us talking, I went and got just a whole bunch of fucking wine. <laughs> so I'm good and ready for the rest of this show. I put a it's a you know one of those uh, like a pint glass but like in a mug, yeah with a handle. Oh boy! <laughs> I put the wine to the to the to the little bit under the handle Obviously on the top. Eight eight ounces of wine. More than that. And then I filled the rest with orange juice to make a mimosa and not a sangria. I'm having a great night. How's everybody doing? (laughs) How's everybody in the audience doing? Lucas is in front of a brick wall right now, too. It's really weird. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, welcome back to Guy to Guy to Gut. You heard the Guy to Guy portion of the show, and now we're here for the gut portion. The gut portion. Those are our guts communicating. Yes. It's uh, subsonic, but thanks to complicated microphone technology, we can hear them conversate. Yeah. They're going to try it on Wales next. I don't think it's going to work as well. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Wales or the the town? Uh, No, Jimmy Wales is funding the project. That's where all that Wikimedia money went. Jimmy Wales, I give you five bucks a month for this. You better make me proud. There's better things to give. Well, no. No. <laughs> I give actually, five. I, I like giving five bucks to Jimmy Wales. Yeah. My $5 goes to the Your Kickstarter Sucks Patreon. I, I feel like it's uh, yeah. just as good. That makes sense, though. Yeah. That's a, that's the, that's a good humanitarian cause. <laughs> People need to know. People... Every time that guy goes on a tear about billionaires, I feel like I want to be his best friend. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, um, so now that we've gotten the gut talking out of the way, let's talk about what we put into our guts. We went into a uh, very bizarre. Uh, we went into a mall in Chinatown, following a hot tip from your uncle, Uncle Pizza, Uncle, <laughs> uncle Pizza, um, who who uh, uh, fake fake last name, this first Uncle name. Pizza. Yeah, that's uncle, his name, Uncle Pizza. Uncle Pizza gave us a hot tip. To go check out a uh, little pizzeria that's located, oddly placed, but um, pretty successfully placed in a little Chinese mall in Chinatown. Yeah, it's like right at the outskirts of Chinatown uh, near uh, Complex Desjardins, Desjardins, near Place des Arts. 
It's a wood-fired pizzeria that goes by the name of... Not a wood-fired pizzeria. It, it's Steel a, Ovens. It's a Steel Oven Pizzeria that goes by the name of... Il Pranzetto. Il Pranzetto. Il Pranzetto. <laughs> Il Pranzetto. <laughs> I'm going down tonight. Il Pranzetto. It's me, Ben Carson, here to tell you to go and start reviewing Il Pranzetto. Thank you, Ben Carson. Uh, I thought we talked about this last time. You need to leave. You, oh. Ben Carson, I'm sorry. You, oh. your plane is still waiting for you. Okay, it's been it's taxiing. The fuel is running out. All right. Oh, thank God. He's got to get to that meeting about doctors who are bad at their job. I don't understand. We recorded. We're recording today in your apartment. Yeah. And uh, you know he's been following me for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd lock your door. I don't know. I thought no. that we'd be able to prevent this from happening. Seth Rogen was just here. No, 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 he wasn't. Yeah, he just laughed on the microphone. He took the microphone out of my hand, then Ben Carson took it. Uh, and then freaking Stavros. Everybody wants to say the name of this pizzeria. Well, is uh, Il Pranzetto. Anyways, Il Pranzetto. So, yeah, we went to this place. It, it, following a hot tip, we uh, decided to check out um, certainly the most unique location we've seen so far. Absolutely. Um, so, when you walk into this mall, you can see travel agencies, hair and nail salons, and one cell phone store. Uh, and an appliance store oh, of and, large-scale appliances. And directly across from it, a dental surgeon's office. Yes. <laughs> so And, and a, uh, a Chinese butcher at the other end of the hall. And in this uniformly lit mall, uh, which mm-hmm. has like, like just two floors and I think a, business, a couple of business floors above, um, there is... Uh, uh, a two-floor Italian bistro, just <laughs> just <laughs> completely out of place. Just like like it was just uh, like copy pasted from the the wrong picture. Yeah, like somebody photoshopped this thing into the mall. <clears throat> so uh, you walk into this brightly lit mall and you see this just like dark pizzeria. It's really strange. So the place is only open for uh, four hours of the day, uh, from eleven a.m. to three, and only on weekdays. Which means that their time of accessibility is extremely narrow. Yeah. It's this weird exclusive kind of restaurant that's been, I guess, very successful for their business model because they've been around for like 11 years. We had to take a day off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just to make sure to have time you know, to go take a nice business lunch. So, I definitely expensed this. So what did you, what did you think of the ambiance of the place? Like they, they had like a TV in there. Um, it wasn't on. Um, they had walls yeah. that were painted black, I think, with that chalkboard paint. Yeah, um, there which, was some, like, uh, it was nice. I think it was good. It sort of darkened the space and made it a little bit more, uh, I don't know, romantic. It was as romantic as a pizzeria inside a Chinese mall could be. A, a windowless day, pizzeria. A windowless pizzeria in yeah. a Chinese mall in the middle of the day Yeah, could have been. There was so. like, uh, a really old man sitting next to us who looked like Keith, uh, uh, Donald Sutherland. Yeah, but Donald Sutherland, like... Like rough rough Donald Sutherland. Yeah, like alternate universe Donald Sutherland where he never became famous. Or like if he was like five foot five. Yeah. There are a lot of business people there for sure. Yeah, um, it was a business lunch kind of like place. A lot of like suits. Uh, yeah. So we felt we felt out of place. Yep. yep. Um, and but, well, they, all, they all seem to know each other. 
they all seem to know the people who ran the place. Um, and the place has been around for what, 11 years, I yeah. think you, you wrote down. Yep. Uh, so you were around. taking notes. Uh, what do you I got? I did. So um, I'm just going to read my notes cold uh, from, because I was writing them as I was experiencing the place. Right. Um, out of place in the Chinese mall, well-designed and inviting. Um, it spreads through word of mouth. It's been around for at least a decade. Fast service because they have to get busy, uh, because they have to, because they get busy as hell. Uh, there's a food truck, actually, that they have available for personal catering, which is very interesting. Uh, very important here. Uh, no Nazi roots that we know of. I wrote some stuff about, like, that's some pretty great breadsticks. They're tiny little things when you get with the beginning of your meal, um, but they're nice. Yeah, and yeah. what's also really nice about the place is that there's one set fixed price. Yeah. So the menu um, was a lunch menu that they have. They have, like, a catering menu. We'll get to that in a bit. Yeah. But um, since they're only open for lunch... They have a menu that changes periodically during the week. Um, we presume based on market freshness. And <laughs> Lucas is trying to fish a fly out of his drink. I did it. Yeah. I'm a man now. I'm going to keep drinking from this glass. Yeah, it's fine. You should have eaten it, quite frankly. It would have been stewed. No, I... <sighs> no... So when you go into the place, it's kind of, it is definitely kind of eye-catching. You, you you walk in and it's almost as if you loaded from one instance to another in an RPG. You're just like, oh, this isn't right. <laughs> oh, whoops. Yeah. Uh, something, something's not loading properly here. But then lo and behold, it has. And there it is. Yeah. So we sit down and we're greeted with these menus that were probably printed that week. They're all, mm-hmm. um, as we found out, they're, they're, they're all constantly rotating. Um, and our menu had some interesting choices. Yeah. yeah. I had a very interesting pizza, one yeah. that I wasn't expecting to have when I walked into the restaurant. Yeah, so they have what we presume, like we, we, we assume that they have like market fresh ingredients because they they change the menu so often that... Yeah, it would only make sense that they would say like, okay, we've got a good deal on this for this week, mm-hmm. so let's just make a bunch of pizzas with that. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you can always get your standard if you say specifically like, hey, I want a, like a cheese pizza or I want a pepperoni pizza. Yeah. They're going to give it to you. But their options were uh, different and varied and interesting. Which we, I'm also a little mad that I found that out afterwards because I totally would have gone for a conventional pizza. Yeah. Yeah. I think you got tuna. Yeah. And let's got, talk about, uh, let's talk yeah. about your pizza. What so did, what I did actually you ended up really liking my pizza despite not really liking tuna, especially the, the kind of tuna what that was they had pizza? on the pizza. So the pizza that I had was called the, in Italian, it was a surf and turf pizza. Mm-hmm. So what was on there was no real turf. There were some vegetables, some zucchinis, some onions, and mushrooms. But there was also um, canned tuna and capers um, and, like, fresh tomatoes. So there was an odd blend of a lot going on on that pizza. But it wasn't too bad. What part of that was turf? None of it. Was it the vegetables? I mean, vegetables come from the ground. And that's the that only was thing my I would assumption. Say. Like, like vegetables, maybe. Yeah, because I was expecting some amount of. Maybe I met, maybe I read the menu wrong, and I just thought no, it was a surf and turf. No, I think you read it right. So the pizza itself, um, like this is all on like a super thin crust. It was. Yeah, so I should talk about the crust a little bit. <laughs> well, the, hang on. Let's uh, before we do that, I'll, I guess I should get my pizza out of the way too. Yeah, that's a good idea. So they both have like a they both have the same crust. I think that's a good unifying body. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pizza that I had was called 
I don't know these words, man. <laughs> you want me to hold on? Let I, me got find it, I got it. I got it. I got it. So the pizza that I had, um, well, first of all, the pizza your your pizza was called the pizza mare e terra, which if you translate that, this is a sea and earth. So uh, I assume that the vegetables were the earth part. I guess that makes uh, sense. According to this, your ingredients were the uh, tomato, tuna, aubergine, eggplant, yeah, um, capers, tomatoes, onions, and mozzarella. 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 Um, yep, that's uh, accurate. Yeah. Um, I had the pizza bruschetta. Yes. The pizza bruschetta. Bruschetta. Get some bruschetta. Get a shot of bruschetta in here. Yeah. If I could. Get some bruschetta. I'm going to hit you with my knee bone, buddy. Okay. <laughs> no one is understanding this. Fucking <laughs> potion castles. It's the best thing. If you have the chance, you should listen to them. Uh, the pizza bruschetta. Um, tomato, spinach. Did not know that was a spinach on my pizza really? when I saw it. Yeah, it looked like lettuce. Well, it was a green thing. <laughs> no, the, it was, maybe it was lettuce. Oh, uh, tomato, uh, spinach, uh, tomato bruschetta, uh, olives, <laughs> ricotta, parmesan, and mozzarella. A lot of cheese on that one. Yeah, they had like nice little dollops, mozzarella. Um, uh, nice little dollops of ricotta on it. It's globs. Yeah. And globs of ricotta. <laughs> Globby ricotti. And uh, all of this was served on this like crispy thin crust, uh, almost like manakish like flatbread, like super thin, super crunchy. Yeah. It's great. I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. Yeah. The fact that it was super thin, um, like, like, how does this align with other thin crust pizzas that you've had? Like, I think uh, compared to what we had, so my, far, this is my favorite version of thin crust pizza. Yeah. Okay. Because well, it's it's got because it kind of is like sort of like a pita. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it it does it definitely has its like it is a bit closer to like a Middle Eastern style pizza too. Well, Middle Eastern style um, flatbread too. Mm-hmm. Um, in like the way the the sort of burn structure sort of spread out underneath and the way it bubbled up. Yeah, and what I liked about how they, like, it was a very thin and sort of, like, it could have been very flimsy compared to what they put onto the pizza. Yeah. But the way they balance the toppings and the sauce on their dough because it's super thin and crispy um, is that nothing is too wet on the pizza. At least my pizza wasn't uh, overloaded with things that were too wet or too heavy. And so even though it was super thin and you'd expect it to get um, soggy very quickly, it maintained its sort of stability and structure all the way through the meal, which was really good. And how did you feel about, like, have you ever had fish and fish on a pizza before? I've never had fish on a pizza before, and yeah. I really didn't think I would enjoy it, but I took it because of the pizzas available. It was, like, not going to be the same one. Yeah. So I took it for some variety, and I ended up really liking it. I liked the way um, the the tuna and the capers, the, like, vinegariness of the capers um, brought out a lot of the good flavors of the tuna. And it was also, like, great vegetable blends of flavors happening to like offset how strong the tuna flavor could have been. I will say I definitely noticed the vinegary aroma of the capers. Oh yeah. Um, I picked up on it right away. I don't like capers personally. I love capers. <laughs> they're, uh, they're one of nature's abominations. Yeah, um, but they're tasty. So I don't care. No, I don't. Well, you can like them, whatever. You also like Hawaiian pizza. Yeah. Yeah. I like the finer things in life. Yeah. You like being wrong most of the time too. So, you know, yeah, it kind of well. adds up. Um, I, I don't know. I, I liked the pizza that I got. Uh, one of the things that 
I, I enjoyed was folding the thing in half. Like it was cut into four slices. It was kind of unwieldy to eat, but then when you fold it in half and then took a bite from the middle, you got all of those elements at once. Um, there is there is a lot of ricotta and olive that was super dominant in my bite. Nice. But then once you got to the back of the crust, there's kind of nothing there. Well, it was, yeah, I had huge bubbles on the top of my crust, which which is fine. Yeah. But yeah. then it wasn't the same way that bubbles would form up another crust where then you'd have like this bready section. Since it was flat mm-hmm. all the way through to the end, mm-hmm. I ended up just kind of like the thing kind of fell apart in my hands uh, by the end of it. Yeah. Um, which I don't think that happened with my pizza necessarily, yeah. but I totally get it because by the by the crust of the pizza, there's nothing really going on. Because the crust itself, the dough itself, isn't really like flavorful or interesting or fun to eat. Yeah, it's just like it's it's a bare platform for the toppings. Yeah, and the so, thing is, the toppings were really strong on this one. Yeah, um, like I I hesitate to use the phrase "market fresh" because it seems like it seems a little buzzwordy. Yeah, but the were, tomatoes really like as a bruschetta sort of topping. It really lived up to that title. I, I think it really. Um, like all of those ingredients came together in a way which was just so like wh- what just i just thought of bruschetta again <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i really tried not to like betray that on my face to let you make your point because it was good and i just cannot think of nothing but bruschetta <laughs> bruschetta and then the <laughs> how you doing buh? oh hell i'm sorry so you, you you turn the thing sideways and then you, you bite into it and it's just like, huh. yeah, nice. I get it, but uh, I get it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've had thin crust pizzas before, and this was this was definitely up there. And I think it the the downside for me was like you were saying, it, it was the crust. Um, mm-hmm. The crust is an important thing. Obviously, we've we've talked about this countless times now, but the crust in this case. It was just kind of like it left you wanting more, but yeah, in a bad way. Like you wanted more out of it, yeah, rather than you wanted to have more of it. The balance was off because the the toppings were were th- laid thick. They were also really strong and like in their in terms of quality, mm-hmm. but the crust itself was super thin all the way through. Which, like, as opposed to being like a component in a greater piece, it was just a vessel. Yeah, it was just a mode of giving me That's these true. ingredients. That's true, and a, and a pizza needs to be like a combination of both of these yeah. things, like a good pizza. I th- I think so far what, what what I've come to discover in, in what we've been eating is that um, my favorite pizzas tend to be the ones that do have a really dominant crust. Yeah, uh, because the, the I mean bread isn't hard to make, but it's really hard to make well, and so pizza dough by extension, like. We've had our fair. We've had a share of pizza doughs that have been okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to keep going back to thinking about Amelia's, even though it's a totally different style of pizza. Yeah, this is a, a Neapolitan chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry type of pizza. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it comes from the north of Italy, so it's cold there. That's why they're able to have ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know how um, Italy is shaped like a boot. Yeah. Well, the mountain where uh, Napoli is is actually shaped like one of those ice cream scoops with the hollow core. Yeah, it's really interesting. If you actually look at a map closely and carefully. Yeah. And at the right angle. Yeah, you also have to get one of those good maps and not one of those dumb maps. Yeah, you know, the real maps made by real Italians. Come on. 
you gotta get the quality yeah also you have to draw a card every time you want to move and if you move on the candy cane you have to go back to the beginning of the italian map yeah it's uh it's a little unfair but honestly life can be unfair sometimes so it's a good lesson too i played Candyland for the first time over thanksgiving and i fucking hated that game (laughs) isn't it just like a weird shoots and ladders yeah that sucks yeah it's like the worst game all of us who played knew it was bad but no one wanted to say it and then i said that wasn't great oh do you guys you guys want to play a tabletop rpg okay yeah and then you had your moment to shine um yeah so so back to this pizza okay i'm gonna be honest with you like i i enjoyed what i ate but i think it's pretty obvious by the distractions that we've sort of gone around we're kind of dancing around the fact that the novelty of this pizzeria inside a chinese mall is one of the strongest points of this place and for me that was where it ended the ingredients were great that's it the pizza was great but then like the selling point for me is the experience Mm mm-hmm came away a little cold from the pizza okay i mean the experience is i think the strong point of the place also the dessert oh yeah i guess we should talk about that yeah before we, we go we actually had more of a full meal there than, than yeah. i think we were describing because with the price of the pizza yeah came the choice of super salad eric and i both took the soup and uh it's <laughs> better than a super salad there was uh it, it included soup or salad or tomato juice Oh, we could have had tomato juice. I uh, neither of us noticed. Well, I noticed it at lunch. I didn't notice it at I, all. I didn't want to say it out loud um, because I didn't want like we were sitting right next to the to like the, yeah, the, that's we, the yeah, owner we were of the very place. close to the main cash with the main owner. But I wanted to point to the fact that I mean, tomato juice is one of the tomato things. juice is weird. How do you a, feel about V eight? Like, how do you feel about that stuff? Uh you like Caesars? There was a there was a period. I do like Caesars. There was a period of time where that's what I drank, as like the drink I had at lunch. Oh, <laughs> why? Because I was a dumb kid. Um, hey, it's all right. I I can drink a V eight now, but it's not something I'm going to go to and be like, yeah, yeah. Slap me into a V eight, man. Slap crack- me into V eight. <laughs> <laughs> crack that can. <laughs> pour me a glass and. I'll just go to town. I don't really. I don't want to do that. You're holding a can over your head with all the other um, uh, uh, pale boys saying, "Ah, oh, praise the V8, the V8, the delicious V8, <sighs> eight vegetables, the power." No, I don't do. I don't really have a. What were those guys in uh, Mad Max? <laughs> uh, war boys. No, the war boys. The yeah, war boys. The war boys. Yeah. The pale. The pale boys. The, the pale. <laughs> Oh no, I get it. Yeah, that's what I, I thought. Meant. You were like pails on their heads, oh. standing underneath the great V8 can that's been cracked up. I had a whole image in my head immediately formed. <laughs> I want you to draw this. Uh, I'd like to. <laughs> anyway, I, I think we're like um, I was saying. I yes, think we were so, dancing so around the point. It was a whole. It was a full meal. Also, yeah. like we got we got our soup, we got our pizza, and then we also were able to get dessert at the we end. We got a really nice soup. A really great soup. It was a, a really hearty. It wasn't minestrone. No. It was, it like, was a, 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 like a chicken noodle, chicken there vegetable. Was, there was no chicken in that. That was a no. With the broth, soup. the broth was vegetable. Broth was vegetable. Yeah, I like more of a chicken. Okay, it's a good vegetable soup. Yeah, it's good. It's hearty, had, big uh, pieces of vegetables in there. Yeah, we got zucchini, got onion, got uh, carrots. Yeah, great stuff in there. Yeah, and you got everything. some nice breadsticks. You could dip in there. Good stuff. I wanted the pizza would, to be made out of the breadstick. I though. would say they they weren't they weren't breadsticks. They were like bites. They were like bread bites. Yeah, they were bread bites. Yes. No, they weren't long enough. They were about. 
I don't know, the length of a thumb. So an inch, uh, uh, two inches. Uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Well, one um, one notch is one inch. Yeah, but this thumb is smaller than whatever. My other thumb. It's smaller than my other. I have a thumb that's smaller. Than, okay, so I have a thumb that's smaller than my other thumb. Oh. Yeah, it's weird. My if the thumb that's holding the microphone right now is the two is the two inches thing. Is about a, like a one and. Well, that's because you got six it eighths, like angled out. What if you straighten? Quarters. What if you straighten it in? It is. It is straight. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah it's just a little squat, little thumb. Huh? Yeah. You this ever, is great radio. Everybody's making good. We're just doing thumbs up at each other. Thumbs up as we're doing this. Well, if you ever, if you know Lucas, uh, ask him to show him your his thumbs. To yeah, you. I will do it in I a mean, heartbeat. I've never. It's also my middle finger, which gives ever, me a great excuse to just give somebody the finger. I right, fuck you too, buddy. Right <laughs> back at you. <laughs> Did uh, no, look, look honestly, look at my middle fingers. Fuck. Did you uh, did you ever like break your hand at some nope. point or your thumb? Oh. Nope. Just woke up one day, noticed, hey, my fingers are wrong. Did you like roll over in your hand in your sleep or something? I honestly have no idea why it happened. Well, anyway, yeah, that's, that's um, something. All right. So yeah, little bread bites. They were delicious. I wanted pizzas made on those bread bite dough. Those that would have been good. The bread bites were quite nice. That would have been really good. Um, and also we got some delicious fresh cannolis. Yeah. At the end of our lunch, uh, we ordered dessert. Uh, because yeah. how often are we going to come back to uh, an Italian pizzeria inside a Chinese mall? Never. Probably. Also because it's lunchtime only, so it's a little difficult to like time it. It is. They, like I said, they're open from 11 to 3, yeah. Monday to Friday. You no have to weekends. be working in the area yeah. to make it like a reason to go there. We got uh, espresso and yeah. cannoli. They were fresh. Fresh. Uh, the shells were super fresh, and so was yep. the cream on the inside. Yeah. Um, they were almost a little too fresh. What's the cheese inside? It's um, because I, I like saying it, but I want to hear you say it. Oh, like mascarpone. <laughs> yeah, it's like a blend of mascarpone and, and rigato- uh, ricotta. Mm. Mascarpone. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's nice. And, I like, it's a really I like, fun cheese. It's it like a, a super super creamy cheese. It's also super expensive. Yeah, it's incredibly expensive. I um, I once wanted to make tiramisu, tiramisu. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Super expensive. Yeah. Super creamy. Super rich. And also, I think it was mixed with a little bit of ricotta, so it got mm-hmm. a little bit of that nice little grainy texture to it, yeah. which is really good in a cannoli. Super nice. But uh, like you were saying, maybe a little too fresh. Well, I, th- I think we both had the same problem. Just a little bit too fresh. We bit into the thing, and then it, it all really broke nice. like yeah, a the taco. Snap right in half. Just uh, crumbled in my hand. Yeah. What's great about a cannoli is when it's been sitting for like. 10 minutes 10 even. or so minutes like so the, that the, the shell can rehydrate just a little bit sitting long enough for someone to drive from the bakery to the the, uh, the, of the event the party, that they're going yeah, to the, yeah. the, the, the one year old's birthday party yeah it always seems to be like that for me I don't know about you but I mean that's that that tracks yeah uh, yeah, no, yeah. When, when a, it gets a tiny bit softer yeah you can sort of you can bite into it and it's not going to crumble it's going to have still like a snap and like a, you know, good. So is that your preferred cannoli? Like I having, think so. yeah, I think so I, I, I liked having it fresh. Uh, it was as a new experience. I've never done that before. So it was really interesting. Yeah. Um, but I certainly felt like an ass biting into it and then having the whole entire thing just dis- be destroyed in my hands. Yeah. I had to like lick the, the cannoli cream off my fingers afterwards because it was just all over me. Fucking powdered sugar all over my yeah, shirt too. I felt like an ass. I, did not want to be sitting there longer than I did in front of the owner of the place. The owner of the place and just so many business people. Yeah. So many like, like I came professional out with, business people. I mean, I showed up in a collared shirt thinking, oh, well, you know, like knowing the area, I was like, oh, yeah, it's a lunch place. It's probably going to be full of these people. But I accidentally left my baseball cap on the entire meal. I didn't intend to. I had a baseball cap on because it was raining. And so I left it on. 
because it's just like comfortable on my head. At least I left you, it on the whole meal. At least you don't have like a word on it or something. Yeah. What would be the worst word? One of those eat ash. Uh, uh, yeah. One of those eat ass hats. Yep. Masterclass eat ass. Oh boy. Um, big mass eat ass. Big 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 Jeffrey. Big Jeffrey's ass. Mm. Mm. Eat it. Or like a gamer's gamer's rights hat. Yeah, anyone that's actually worse. <laughs> I prefer to wear like an entire eat ass ensemble than one piece of gamer culture shirt. Uh, the uh, it's a, a hat that has a, an NES controller and it says "Know Your Roots." Oh boy, that makes me physically mad. Um, what would be worse? Uh, I think uh, a custom hat with your custom Sonic the Hedgehog character, Lucas the Hedgehog. No, that's just pride. Hmm, okay. That's just pride, actually. Um, so the cannoli. Legit? Crumbly. I think Crunchy. having a having a Crumbly. baseball cap with your with our podcast logo on it would be pretty pretty weird. Oh, especially if we went to eat while wearing it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or what if we recorded while wearing it? And we had the front facing on either side to remind us, mind each other of what we're doing. Uh, hey, welcome, yeah, well, welcome I mean, to Guy to Guy to Gut. But at that point, I feel like that if we were able to afford having uh, merchandise, we'd probably be streaming the show. Probably. I, I would hate that. I could get into it. <laughs> I need a new layer of pain in my life. So, uh, speaking of new layers of pain, I guess we should get to our review. Yeah. Um, Lucas, you had the uh, Mare e Terra pizza. Mare e Terra. Um, that pizza, I don't know, like a... I guess with the pizza, with like the experience a, like rolled a, up. Um, now, with the experience, that does add some points to it. Yeah, I think I think we as, as we have in the past, we should consider the entire pizza mm-hmm. experience. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if this will have to change when we if and when we order in, but I think that is part of the experience. Yeah, sure. Um, well, I mean, with an ordering pizza, you're not counting the experience, right? Because you're, you're ordering in. Yeah. That's the experience. Yeah, because if so, we have a bad experience at a place, it needs to be factored in. Yeah, of course. So, And I didn't have a bad experience. I, I was actually... I, very satisfied by my experience yeah so that definitely adds points yeah uh the toppings were interesting and worked well together and were really well well balanced on the pizza um minus points for the crust not being as good as it should have been i'm prepared to give this my pizza a five out of eight Mm. between a four and a five out of eight i'm sort of i'm I'm in the middle ground between four and a five out of eight i don't want to say four and a half because i want to give it a five Go once, see if you like it. Um, you'll probably will. Yeah, it's a real fun experience. So yeah, five out of eight slices. Now, considering the experience that we had, I think it was a unique one. I think um, this really extremely niche pizzeria. Um, I've certainly never seen anything like it. Uh, a restaurant only open four hours of a day. That's crazy. Twenty hours a week. And more or less entirely inaccessible to anybody working a nine to five outside of the area, except the catering. Except the catering. That's true. We they didn't talk about that. They, they do, do have a, a truck and that we they can, can factor. I think the catering. Into no, the no, totally not. Well, we should talk about it. A little but bit. Um, we'll talk about that after. I guess I give yeah. my score. Yeah. Um, it's hard for me to recommend a place like this because it's almost impossible for anyone to go to it. That's true. And part of the 
the shame of that or the the thing that makes me upset about saying that is that i i had a good time um it was a great soup it was a great affordable meal all around mm-hmm. like a whole pizza um and and uh, soup, soup or salad and your salad now or the, salad. The, the the espresso and the cannoli was extra but yeah we've splurged uh, a little bit you know, so, but because i think we felt like we could because it was so cheap <laughs> we were feeling flush that day Ooh, i was just feeling good now um it is a bit of a shame that it's it's, it's a sort of hard to access thing all respect to them that's their business model i'm not going to rag on that of course that's what um, they do and, and it's been it, working it's it's worked for them for 11 years oh yeah and uh, they have their 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 catering truck that's fine but it's hard for me to recommend a place like this because like yeah, we had to go out of our way to make time to see this place that's true on top of that despite having really great ingredients on top of the pizza the crust left me a little cold like mm. I, I'm a person who's always preferred the thicker crust. I've I've always preferred uh, a bready crust, something that I feel like uh, if I had to eat it on its own, I could. And I think it contributes a lot to to what makes a pizza work. I think it contributes a lot to the way um, all the flavors uh, come together because all of the flavors sink into the dough. All of that ends up being not just like I said. It's not just a matter of being a vessel for ingredients. It's about being a part of a whole I'm gonna have to give it a four the thing okay. is there's I can't knock the like everything about it like the experience of being there was really nice and the ingredients were clearly fresh but the fact that I'll never be able to go there again more pretty much yeah uh, the fact that the the crust wasn't anywhere close to sort of what I have come to love in a pizza crust it, it all added to an experience that felt really unbalanced, you know, like uh, it was just weird to look around and think that there's this pizzeria there. And then just outside was a dental surgeon's office. Yeah. And an office building. I don't know. I, I'm really conflicted to, about to this. To me, that, that sort of adds to it, I think, because I, I it's think so, so out of place. I think so. But then when the pizza itself like is is good, it's serviceable, but then it's not great. Mm. Like it really hinges on the experience. Mm. But if I'm going to go to a restaurant for an experience, I'm going to go to like Hooters. And I hate Hooters. Or Dave and Buster's. David and Buster's? David and Buster's. David and Busterson. David, Davidson and Buster's. I'd go to Dave and Buster's. I don't, I don't know. I'd go to another restaurant that has something else going on. That's also maybe a little bit more accessible, right? At more times during the day, uh, more places maybe. Yeah. If I'm going in for lunch, like. Yeah. Where we live, yeah, you can't. It's like a trek to go down there. Yeah, I feel I. I honestly, I don't. I'm. I am conflicted about giving this score as much as it is because I can't. I don't want to dissuade somebody from going out of the way mm-hmm. to have this pizza, mm-hmm. but I don't want to oversell it either because I. I wasn't. Maybe it was because I came into this place thinking like, well, we're this is going to be something because we yeah, we it's had a to be destination pizza, so it has yeah. to be important in some way. Um, I mean, you're right. It is our responsibility to set the expectations appropriately yeah. for the place. Um, there yeah. are similar pizzas that you can probably get, but pay a lot more money to get them. Um, oh, also sure. in a wood in a wood fired oven, as opposed to a steel oven. That's true. They were restricted because they're in the mall. But it's still a good pizza. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. Well, like I said, if you ever get the chance, go try it out. Yeah. But otherwise. It's just kind of a good pizza. 
Yeah. And like shrug, right? All right. So uh, five and a four five out of eight. Five and a four. Eight. I feel like that's fair. Yeah. Uh, given sort of the the yeah the minus points that we've indicated, right? Yeah, it's, I think so. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. All right. All well, right. Um, let's uh, let's close this one out. And uh, yeah, you're look. right. Uh, I almost forgot, but it is the Halloween special. Ooh! So we thought of the scariest game we could play on the air, and uh, we decided on something that I've uh, never done, and is terrifying to me. And uh, and the game is one you'll find out about after the break. Back to Ooh. ghoul to ghost to gut. The scariest of podcasts. It's time for the Halloween portion of the show. Ooh. With me, Scaric. And um me. Me Bookers. <laughs> Bookers. I, I am Bookers now. And now it's <laughs> Bookus. Bookus. So yeah, it's time for the uh, Halloween part of the show. Whoa. Uh we're gonna play a little game of Mad Libs. So this is gonna this is how it's gonna go. Lucas please, in please. front of him right now uh, has yeah. uh, a series of terms. And, and you know, if you've never played Mad Libs before I have uh, not, so please explain the rules to me. So Mad Libs gives you like a, a bunch of blank spaces on a pre for a prefabricated text where uh, you have to like enter verbs and adjectives and stuff like that um and then you with those with the list of words that i give you you put them into a story and then read it back on the air oh okay so you don't know what the story says you just give me things to fill in yeah and then i read the story that you've filled in for me yeah oh it's pretty easy it's terrifying yeah how, what if you say a word wrong? Oh, well, no. That's part of the fun of Mad Libs. That's part of the terror that's of Mad the, Libs. That's the madness of the Libs. Ah, these Mad Libs. It's kind of a weird thing to say now, saying now Mad Libs. Little, yeah. yeah, We're a couple of Mad Libs. <laughs> hey <laughs> Just listen back to the show. You can hear us. Um, hang on. There's just one thing. Cable. cable. Yeah, it's good. It's just rubbing up on the table. Cable on the table. Cable on the table. Under the second scariest game. So, Lucas, uh, what words are we going to... What do you need from me? Okay, so I've got a list of 15 different words. Okay. I'm going to write them down as you tell them to me. Okay. Which means that I might not have my microphone in my hand the entire time. I can hold it for you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so I need an adjective. Farty. Thank you. I need a first name. Lucas. That's me. 
I need another adjective. Gassy. I'm sensing a theme. <laughs> uh, a noun. Ooh. Beans. Be- All right. <laughs> he, he gassy. <laughs> I need a verb. Um, pooping. This is really bad because all my words are going to be the same. <laughs> I need an animal. Uh, wallaby. Uh, is a wallaby spelled with a Y or two E's? I think it's a Y. Okay, good, because everyone's going to be looking at these lips afterwards. Um, verb at, ending looking in at these an, what? These, these lips. They're called... Okay, lips. yeah, whatever. It, Let's keep going. Uh, <laughs> verb ending in an I-N-G. Um. Uh, eating. Given the early words, I'm very concerned. An adverb. Oh. Um. What's yeah. Throw yeah. a wrench in your plans. Yeah. But it's a good thing I know what an adverb is, and I don't have to look it up right now. Um. Well, for the benefit of the audience, please tell us what an adverb is. Well, an adverb is a a, a verb. Uh, So an adverb is a verb that describes another verb, I think, (laughs) my basic understanding of that. (laughs) Uh, An adverb modifies a verb. uh, Oh, modifies a verb, I see. An adverb modifies verbs, adjectives, or other adverbs. Many adverbs end in L-Y. Um, and one adverb that I will give you is gratefully. Gratefully. We're scholars. I'm a teacher. Uh, an adjective. This is taking too long. Yes. We're only <laughs> going to do one of these. <laughs> Great. Um, uh, eerily. I need another first name from you. Uh, John Men, John Men, John Men, uh, um, <laughs> brave yet controversial. Uh, adjective, <laughs> uh, poopily. No, no, <laughs> give me another one. Um, uh, a fright marish. Frightmarish, a uh, verb ending in an ing. Oh no, wait, a noun. Pizza. Okay. Uh, another verb ending in ing. Baking. Baking. <laughs> this is the worst. <laughs> this is great. This is fantastic <laughs> this audio. This is great. Uh, give me a plural noun. Plural noun. Um, turds. Turds. You heard it here first, folks. Turds. And finally... The third part out of first and second, turds. Turds. Finally, I need another verb with an ing. Shaking. Shaking. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Literally shaking right now (laughs) at how long this is taking. Okay, so now with that assembled, let's read... The Mad Lib. 
<laughs> this is the this is the scariest segment because it's the worst segment. <laughs> okay, so oh here we have it. God, All a right. scary Halloween story. Ooh. They say my school is haunted. My farty friend Lucas says she saw a Cassie beans floating at the end of the hall near the cafeteria. Some say if you pooping down that hallway <laughs> if you pooping down that hallway at night you'll hear a wallaby eating gratefully <laughs> my um, eerily friend Johnman saw a frightmarish pizza baking under one of the tables once I hope I never see any turds <laughs> I hope I never see any turds shaking. Eating lunch there is scary enough. Well, that does it for the show. I think forever. I hope to see you next time, but I'm not hopeful anymore. Oh, my God. Hey, that was great. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. Great episode. Uh, Good pizza. Uh, Have a great week. And uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah, what a fucking mess wow <laughs> yowza yeah i'm just gonna throw that out there hey um i liked it we're very happy that you uh continue to listen to the show uh if I, if you it, want to send us suggestions for mad libs in the future yeah please email us at uh g2g2g pod at gmail.com and I'm going to list off the list of the 15 words again, just for your convenience. No, because uh, they've already heard this story. Yeah, but I'll say it again, just for their convenience. How about this? On Twitter, uh, use the hashtag Halloween Mad Libs and uh, add to our list. We're gonna we're gonna throw up a list of uh, prompts for you yeah, guys. I like that. And a then lot. Uh, we'll do another reading of another horrifying story Ooh. on this terrifying podcast. Um, that's it. Yep. Good episode. Great, Great episode. Great episode. Hey, Lucas. Uh, yeah. What's up? Give me a give me a holiday name. Um. Uh, Passover. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, how about a noun? Uh, apple. Passover apple. Okay. Um, and a place. Uh, uh, San Francisco. Okay. Passover apple. San Francisco. Now, a uh, person. Uh, uh, um, JFK. Adjective. And then a plural body part. Handsome fingers. Okay. Um, a verb. A verb. Dance. And how about an adjective and a noun? It's a pair. So an adjective okay. and then adjective a noun. Adjective and a noun. Like, um, uh, adjective. Adjectives describe things. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Thank you. A, uh, glistening. Mm-hmm. And then I need a noun. Okay. Uh, glistening. 
ladders. No, that's a plural noun. So ladder. Glistening ladder. Okay. And now, um, uh, food. Pizza. Pizza. Now a plural noun. Uh, fire trucks and the name of a famous person Ben McKenzie trucks Ben McKenzie uh, a noun please sword and now two foods um, meatballs uh, uh, banana uh, a number uh, 63 <laughs> you had to stop yourself yes uh, a verb uh, uh, this is a chortle shit this is a really long chortle one. chortle and uh, a family member uh, uh, step cousin and another food a lot of food yeah uh, uh, cakes cake one one cake okay uh, five more to go uh, body parts and then another number uh, 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 dingle dong <laughs> and five dingle dong and then five okay um, an adjective and then a plural noun and then a holiday brown brown okay cows cows And then a holiday. A holiday. Columbus Day. Oh, okay. All right, here we go. Okay. <clears throat> I can't believe it's already Passover. I can't wait to put on my JFK. <laughs> what? I can't believe it's already Passover. I can't wait to put on my apple and visit every San Francisco in my neighborhood. This year, I'm going to dress up as JFK with handsome fingers. That's just accurate. Before I dance, I make sure to grab my glistening ladder to hold all of my pizza. Finally, all of my fire trucks are ready to go. When Ben McKenzie enters the door, I say, sword or treat? Yum. I got meatballs and a banana. We visit 63 houses and decide it's time to chortle home. My step cousin says if I eat too much cake... <laughs> my dingle dong will hurt <laughs> so I'll eat just five <laughs> my br- my br- <laughs> so I'll eat just five pieces and go straight to bed I hope I'll have brown dreams of cows tonight happy Columbus day <laughs> Oh, Mad Libs. Yeah, what a classic. What a what a now that I understand them and I'm the the they've been demystified and they're no longer scary. Congratulations. You're classic. eight. I did it. Well, I certainly feel adjective and I verb that you noun the show. Uh Bye. That's it. If you if you have any recommendations of pizza places, email us at g2g2gpod at gmail.com. 
tweet us at Twitter at G2G2GPod. Reach us on Facebook or, uh, well, not Instagram. Reach us on Facebook and uh, have a good one. Mm-hmm.